0: Baby, you caught, I can't hear a thing. hear a
1: thing. I am got no in the club, you say. Say. What, what did you say? Oh, you're breaking the me. <laughs> Just kidding. You're not breaking up because I got a temporary mic fix for this episode. So I hope it sounds better for you guys. I will say I literally ordered a whole new microphone, got it delivered, and... It's still not working, so I'm currently recording on Mitchell's work headset, and I hope the audio is good for you guys, but it's got to be better than the Apple headphones that I was using last episode, and I'm going to be visiting the Geek Squad sometime this week to see if they can figure out my mic computer USB issue, so it's in the works, and if they can't figure it out, then screw it. I'm just ordering another mic because we can't be doing this. We can't be doing a Ratchet podcast.
0: The saga continues. Chloe has put her hours in and we've tried literally everything. So it's just time we take it to the next step. We still wanted to give you something and we're going to figure it out.
1: When Garrett says I put, we put the hours in, because not just me, like Garrett put in two hours today. I've put in like four hours on this project. And when I tell you guys, picture those scenes in movies when there's like a computer hacking or a computer hacker just typing like, frantically to hack a code like that's what it's been like and I'm not tech savvy whatsoever if I could do everything with paper and pencil I would so it's been lots of tears and screaming and there's been a couple times when I almost threw this microphone through my wall you know what I just want you guys to know like how much this podcast means to us that we would put ourselves through this much anguish just to try and get it out and not just get it out but get it out in the right way But without further ado, the tech saga, we're going to set that aside, and now we're going to get into the Gaga saga.
0: I'm so excited, Chloe, and I just introduce me. Who is Miss Lady Guga?
1: Well, it's hard to introduce a lady like this because even with the description that I'm about to read to you guys, there is so much more to her, and there's so much more that we could have included, but honestly... If i included everything i wanted to just in the intro of lady gaga we'd have to do a second part to actually get into the album like we obviously love lady gaga we love her music you guys already know that but as a woman a philanthropist a businesswoman a ceo and a person she is just such an incredible icon she's a hero to us we look up to her and i know a lot of people might think that sounds silly because a lot of people only know the surface level of lady gaga where she's a musician and she's done some crazy things but like as an artist those crazy things speak volumes to other artists and she's really an incredible person so without further ado Stephanie Joanne Angelina Germanotta or Lady Gaga she is professionally known is possibly the most iconic human being to ever exist and I mean that when I say it she's a singer songwriter actress, philanthropist, co-founder of the Born This Way Foundation, and founder of House Labs. I mean, and that's just her professional background. There's so much more to her. It's crazy. Her acting career took off with her role in American Horror Story, and then she blessed us with her performance in A Star is Born. Fans are actively anticipating what she will do with her role in the Joker, Folly Ado movie, coming out next year in 2024. In 2020, during the pandemic, Lady Gaga released Chromatica, her sixth studio album, to encourage people to dance and be free in a time when feeling free wasn't an option for us. The following year, she released Dawn of Chromatica, featuring multiple remixes and artists featured on the album, such as Ashnikko, who Garrett and I have met, and Charlie XCX. Gaga took this production on tour with her Chromatica Ball in 2022, introducing a unique brutalist architecture that we were fortunate enough to experience in person. And Garrett, that was close to, but not exactly, one year ago today. So when it comes to music, Gaga is a groundbreaking artist who has been at the forefront of mass media for over 15 years. This, ladies and gentlemen, is why she is the mother to all monsters. And I want to stop here really quick because there's something I didn't really talk too much about in the intro, but maybe we'll get into it at a later date. But I just want to stop here and take a special moment to recognize the work that her, that Lady Gaga and her mother have done with the Born This Way Foundation. As a philanthropist, Lady Gaga has done so much for her community and especially for the LGBTQIA community. And she's really been speaking out on it before it was even, you know, trendy to speak on these things. We all know the Born This Way song, and it really is an anthem for people of queer identities. And she is an icon, a pillar for that community. She speaks out when other people don't have the voice, to. She stands up for people in the queer community. And I mean, we just love her. She, the support that she offers is incredible, and if anyone is interested, I would really suggest you go online and look up the Born This Way Foundation and read up on it. It's an incredible foundation. She does so much beautiful work, and her mother along with her, it's just really, really cool that they do it together and how much they care about it. I mean, as far as I know, to my knowledge, I'm not sure that Lady Gaga has ever even come out and identified her own sexuality anywhere. And yet she still is this pillar and icon for the community. So it's just something that we really admire. We both try to be a pillar and an icon for that community as well. We will always stand up and speak out if we ever see anything or hear anything that we don't like. And a lot of that comes from Lady Gaga teaching us through the years. Wouldn't you agree, Garrett?
0: I couldn't agree more. What a woman. And like Chloe said at the beginning, that doesn't even touched the tip of the iceberg this woman has done so much for so many people she's also one of the only artists alive that is creating this kind of art to this standard i don't know if me and chloe have ever said this on this podcast but i know we've we've said it to each other lady gaga is one of the celebrities i don't want to meet right now because i'm not ready like she is at a different level than most people i don't know if that makes sense to anyone but like she just i look up to her in so many different ways and she is an icon, legend, mother of all mothers. Like, she just has done so much for, like I said, for so many people. And I'm so excited to finally talk about her on this podcast and give her her flowers because I do think Lady Gaga gets credit, but not enough credit because people, like Chloe said, put her in this box where she's way more than this. She's done so much for people and she's like on a different level, not in like a mean way to any other artist that we love, but she's just as like, Ahead of her time, always.
1: She really is a true artist to the very core of the word. And I think another thing that Garrett's kind of trying to touch on here is, like, we also love music videos. That's one of the things that we really have in common. And we love to watch, especially Lady Gaga's music videos. And something else that's really important about her that I want to speak on is she also is paving the way and breaking the rules for women in business. Because... When Lady Gaga is doing a production, she's got her fingerprint on every single step of that production. And there's been some times through her documentaries and through videos that we've seen through footage and interview footage where women in business a lot of the time can get a bad rap of like, oh my God, she's such a bitch because she wants everything exactly the way she wants it. And she's going to make sure it happens and she doesn't care what she has to do to get there. But she's paving the way for women in business because she's showing that it's okay when it's your production. It's okay to have it exactly how you want it, no matter what you have to do to get it. Her music videos from the very, very beginning have been next level. And like Garrett said, she really is a huge inspiration for other artists. I mean, even when Chromatica came out, I started noticing a lot of other artists coming out with very alien-like, very otherworld-like, set productions, music videos, costumes. I mean, I couldn't believe, I believe it was the MTV Music Awards and I'm not sure if it was 2020 or what year it was, but I could not believe when Doja Cat came out with this like otherworldly set and this like alien theme thing. And I'm just like, this is such a ripoff of Chromatica. It really is. But it's the fact that she is that inspiration. She is the first one to do something different. And I want to take a second here. We're going to get into all the songs, but if anyone listening has not seen the music video for 911 by Lady Gaga, I think this is a good point for you to pause, go and watch that, and then you'll really know what we mean when we say she is always thinking ahead. She's always coming up with something completely unique, so creative. I mean, sometimes when I watch her stuff or I listen to her songs, I'm just like, it is unreal that a, a human being and our timeline in our current history is doing what she's doing so without further ado we're gonna get into chromatica and I hope you guys enjoy it as much as we do
0: so before we get into this album review I want to preface it with chromatica is this whole world that's specific in the way that I think more than any other album you need to listen to it in chronological order because she's telling a story and the track list includes three interludes called Chromatica 1, 2, and 3. And they kind of transport you to different realms of Chromatica. So I just wanted to kind of give you that insight because when we talk about Chromatica 1, 2, and 3, I just want you to kind of understand that it's this is a unique album. So we haven't really done something like this before.
1: I totally agree with what Garrett just said. And... Especially if it's the first time you're listening, listen to it all the way through. And then later on, you can pick and choose what songs you want to listen to. But a lot of times when you're listening to an album with interludes, they kind of become the songs that you skip or like, you know, they, they're just like an intermission or something. But the first time you listen, it really does set the scene. It sets the stage. And they're very short, too. So even when you're listening, it's not like a 10 minute long interlude. Like they're very, very short. But Garrett is so right. They really transport you to each separate section of this album, and I think they're important. So Chromatica 1 is an interlude, and it's taking us to the first realm of this world that she's created, and then it goes into the song Alice. So the song Alice is really about Alice in Wonderland, and it's got this really, really unique feel to it. And I mean, I really don't even know how to get into it. Chromatica is so different from any of her other albums ever. I think we might have already said that, but just by the first few seconds of listening to Alice, you'll you'll feel that, you'll get it. And she starts the song off by saying, my name isn't Alice, but I'll keep looking. I'll keep looking for Wonderland. And that's really interesting to me because it's like, you know, she's saying like, My name isn't Alice, I'm not the character, but it doesn't mean that I'm not gonna stop looking for Wonderland, I'm not gonna keep hoping and believing and being inspired that there's something more out there for me. There is some sort of Wonderland that I'm trying to reach. And she goes into a different verse where she says, could you pull me out of this alive? Where is my body, I'm stuck in my mind. I'm tired of screaming at the top of my lungs, I'm in the hole. I'm falling down, down, so down, down.
0: I think that right there creates the vision of this whole song because when I had listen to this song, I see Alice falling into the hole. I feel Gaga struggling in this song, like trying to pull mm-hmm. her else, herself out of something. This whole album is very light and the instrumentals like very fun dancing. But when we get into these lyrics, it's going to be dark. But once you hear these lyrics and you haven't heard these songs and you go listen to alice it's like a dance album but she's saying these dark lyrics but what a way to start the album with could you pull me out of this alive
1: and it's so interesting because she did come out with this during covid and like garrett said you will hear these songs and you're gonna want to dance to them and like we already said that was her intention with this album she wanted it to be a dance track she wanted it to be a whole dance album she wanted to get people moving but This song is about someone who's hit rock bottom, but they're not giving up. They've hit rock bottom, but they're trying to climb their way out of that hole. And they're still looking for Wonderland, even though, you know, my name isn't Alice. That could mean a lot of different things. But it's like, I might not be perfect. My life might might not be going well. Things might not be good. I might be in the middle of a global pandemic right now. But I'm going to keep looking forward. I'm going to keep looking to the future. I'm going to keep trying to make things better. And she goes into saying, sick and tired of waking up, screaming at the top of my lungs. Think I might have just left myself behind. Maestro, play me your symphony. I will listen to anything. Take me on a trip. DJ, free my mind. So again, this is someone who's struggling, who, like I said, has hit rock bottom, but it's like, For Lady Gaga especially, dancing and singing and music is one of her number one passions in the world. Obviously, we know that, but it's like she is saying to us right here that the one thing that can get her out of this hole is dancing and listening to music and being inspired again. Take me on a trip, DJ, free my mind. And I love that line especially because this album, it's like she is our DJ taking us on a trip and freeing our mind. And I just can't stress enough at the the timing of the release of this, how necessary it was for her fans. How necessary this album was and all of these lyrics, every single word she says was so important at the time that it was released and it really did free our minds at the time. And, you know, so Garrett and I we've already mentioned before we live well, we don't anymore, but we lived across the street from each other. So even though we were technically quarantining and we were staying at home, we still spent a lot of time together because we lived right across the street from each other. And at this time, Garrett and I would be sat outside on my cabana, like out by my pool, and we would turn this on with the stereo as loud as we could, and we would just start dancing out there. And it was such a freeing feeling. It was like one of the only things that could make us feel better at the time, which was exactly her intention. I think back to that and I'm like, thank God she released this because it was so healing and so therapeutic. And every single time that I listen to this album, it takes me back to that place. And I feel like this album could take me out of the darkest hole in my life. No matter what it was, I could listen to this and I wouldn't be able to help but sing along and dance to it and feel the beat like in my soul.
0: I love this song, man. What a way to introduce Chromatica, you know?
1: Uh, I mean, I vividly remember the very first time we ever heard the song and just at the very beginning when she says, my name isn't Alice, but I'll keep looking, I'll keep looking for Wonderland, Garrett and I just looked at each other and it was like, holy shit, Whoa. here we go. We're yeah. about to go on a whole ride. And I also want to touch on the fact that, you know, during COVID, every single person in the world was experiencing a completely different version of COVID to themselves There were a lot of people who were stuck in like, let's say an apartment in New York City and they couldn't go home, so like there are so many different ways that you could take this and interpret this song, because take me home could mean literally I wish I could go home and be with my family right now because this is the scariest time in my life that I've ever experienced, but it could also mean take me to Wonderland, like just take me back to the way the world used to be. Take it. Take me back to, like, seeing people, being around people. There are so many people in the world who need that socialization, who really, really had such a hard time with COVID, especially, like I said, people in New York City or places like that where they truly had to quarantine in an apartment by themselves for months. I mean, that is basically prison. Like, that is basically solitary confinement. And... Everyone knows like when prisoners go to prison and they experience solitary confinement, it's extremely detrimental to your brain because human beings need human interaction. It is an innate desire and need that we have. So it's really something that you can interpret in a lot of different ways. And like Garrett said, just like an incredible way to kick off the album.
0: Exactly. I love it so much. And I cannot wait to get into the third track the official lead single of Chromatica, Stupid Love. Now, Chloe, I remember us receiving this news that we were getting the first lead single from Chromatica and, oh boy, did we get a gift. This is such a fun song to me. And I just want to know, what are your thoughts, your opinions of Stupid Love?
1: Well, obviously I love this song and obviously like this is a huge dance track. This is one of the songs that you like just can't not dance to and out of the whole album if if you haven't listened to this album before this is the song that you probably know because it really took off it hit the radios it hit you know store playlists things like that I hear it all the time when I'm out shopping at different all different kinds of places and she really accomplished her goal here of making a dancing song something that's just gotta get you going. So she starts off the song with, you're the one that I've been waiting for. Got to quit this crying. Nobody's going to heal me if I don't open the door. Kind of hard to believe. Got to have faith in me. So I just want to stop there because, again, this is like going back to that same rock bottom place. I've got to quit this crying. I've got to stop pitying myself, feeling sorry for myself because no one's going to heal me if I don't open the door. If I'm not, ready to accept healing if i'm not ready to get better it's not going to happen and it's kind of hard to believe but i have to have faith in me that i can do it that i can get better that i can crawl out of this hole then she goes into freak out freak out freak out freak out look at me get down get down get down get down look at at me me. freak out freak out freak out look Look at at me me now Because all all I ever ever
0: wanted was love. love. That's all she ever wanted. Right there. Stupid love. I love that part. Look at me now. Because all I ever wanted was love. What a statement, right? Like, I think that's very powerful. And love can heal a lot of things.
1: Going back to the Born This Way Foundation, like, one of the main things that she teaches and... Spreads is that love is love no matter what it is, no matter what kind of love. And it's literally, it is a cliche, but love actually is what makes the world go round. Like I truly believe that. I think that love is the one form of magic that we actually have on this planet. And every single person listening can have a personal experience of one way that love truly changed their life and how powerful it can be. And... I will say, like, there are parts of this song that are very lyrically strong. This isn't the strongest song, lyrically, on the album. But still, it's meant to get you dancing. It. I still think that this is a song that you can really stop and think about the lyrics if you want to. And she's also saying, I want your stupid love. That's just kind of funny to me because it's like, what is stupid love? What does that really mean? What is she really saying? But it's like, I just want your love, man. Like... <laughs> I know it's stupid, but I just need your love. This is a song that she wants people to be able to catch on to the lyrics and sing along to. It really is powerful. You just have to sort of read into it, and it hits different. We say this all the time for a lot of the songs that we cover, but it really does hit different when you sit and read the lyrics without the music and just actually let those words set in. I would battle for you even if we break into, I mean, relationships of any kind, you have to work for it and both sides have to put in the work and I will battle for it even if we break apart. I'm going to try because I think this love could protect me from the pain. I I don't know. I just love it.
0: (laughs) I love it too. It's really fun and a great way to kind of introduce the album to the public.
1: Yes, absolutely. So next up, we're going to go to Rain On Me featuring Ariana Grande. Now, this one has a really great music video, and she really does create the chromatica world and feeling in this music video. So she starts off by saying, I didn't ask for a free ride. I only asked you to show me a real good time. I never asked for the rainfall. At least I showed up. You showed me nothing at all.
0: Damn, I love that. Right there, it hits hard. I remember me and Chloe listened to this song for the first time together. We were in my bed, lights were off, it was midnight, and we listened to this pop track, because this was the second single off the album, and these lyrics hit. I love Rain On Me. It's basically about the hardships of life. The Like Chloe said, the music video is also very much related to this. They're in Chromatica. This is probably the most visually drew out chromatical and that we've seen in my opinion. So it was really fun to see the music video. And the next lyric that I really want to touch on right after she says, I'm ready, rain on me. I'd rather be dry, but at least I'm alive. Rain on me. And right there, that's very powerful to me. She's like, you know what? I could be at my rock bottom to the lowest, but at least I'm not giving up. I'm still going.
1: Right, I mean, one of the things that a lot of artists try to express in a lot of different ways and in a lot of different songs is that every feeling that you have whether it be sadness grief whether it be losing someone to death happiness love all of these things the magic of them is that they make you feel alive they're there to remind you that you're alive and life is short so Would I rather be dry? Yeah, but at least I'm alive. Even if I'm feeling this pain and this misery, it's reminding me of how much I wanna get better, how much I wanna feel better. And so I'm gonna keep relating it back to COVID and that time. And I hope it doesn't get annoying, but it's just so relevant to this album, especially with the timing of everything. And it's like, I'd rather be dry. Yeah, I'd rather not be quarantining. I'd rather not be dealing with this global pandemic right now but at least i'm alive and there are so many people who are fighting for their lives right now i would rather deal with this than not deal with anything at all ever again you know at least i'm alive there's still a chance to get back to wonderland there's still a chance to crawl out of it
0: exactly super Uh, strong
1: later on ariana grande's verse or one of her verses she says living in a world where no one's innocent oh, but at least we try. Gotta live my truth, not keep it bottled in, so I don't lose my mind. I love that. I love that too, because the lyrics are so true. No one is innocent in this world, not a single person, maybe a newborn baby, but that's like kind of where it ends. And we try, we try to get better. We try to At least the majority of us, we try to live by some sense of morals and values. We try to do better. We try to make the next day better. We try to get better and crawl out of that hole. But you have to live your truth and not keep it bottled in so that you don't lose your mind because that's when you really, really, truly will lose your mind. And Even if you're not innocent about something, it's better to just say it, come out with it, face it, work to make things better work to gain back trust or a relationship or whatever it might be that you've done that's made you not innocent, but you've got to get it out and work on it or else you will lose your mind. You will spend every single waking moment thinking about it, dwelling on it, and it can make you miserable so fast.
0: Exactly. I love it. Like you said, it's such a powerful lyric right there. And they move into the bridge, into the outro, where Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande come in together, which I want to applaud them for not doing a feature. It actually incorporates them together. It wasn't just one verse. By the end of it, they're singing together and layering on top of each other and truly creating a collaboration, which I really appreciate. It didn't just feel like Lady Gaga sent Ariana Grande the song put a verse on it and get sent back it was very collaborative so they go into I can feel it on my skin it's coming down on me teardrops on my face water like misery let it wash away my sins it's coming down on me let it wash away yeah i'd rather be dry but at least i'm alive alive. rain on me rain 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 on me rain rain rain. (laughs) like it's good it's by the end everyone's dancing and i love this song like it's celebrating like it just it it, it can relate to the lowest person like if you're at your all-time low at starts off that way like hey like we see where you are but it by the end it pulls you out and you're celebrating being like you know what i could have the worst day of my life but it could be worse like you celebrate all the little wins in your day and i just really feel this song every time i listen to it it puts me in a different mood you know mm-hmm.
1: and i mean if you take that bridge and you take it really literally teardrops on my face water like misery let it wash away my sins let it wash away It just makes me think about, like, when you keep things bottled in, if you don't let it out, you can't process it. Like, crying, letting those things out, letting yourself feel things is a really necessary part of human nature. And it's a really necessary part of healing and getting past things and getting through things. And, I mean, it can be incredible no matter what you're going through, whether it be a breakup, again, like the loss of somebody You lost your job you really fucked something up you cheated on somebody whatever this terrible thing is that you might have done that makes you no longer innocent when you really let yourself have a good cry and like really let yourself let it out and physically express those emotions which is why we cry it's what our bodies are designed for you will literally have that feeling of relief after it could be a three day a three month long cry But as soon as you're done and you come out of it and your body is finished physically processing it, you are able to take a deep breath and you can sort of see more clearly. Because people who keep things bottled in like that, that's how you drive yourself to madness. That's how you drive yourself to bitterness and anger and a loss of love and a loss of innocence even further. You have to let those things go so that it can wash away the sins.
0: You're right. Yeah, that's true. It's very true. You have to talk to someone. You have to let, let out your emotions. You can't bottle it all in or you will go insane. You have to talk to someone about it, no matter who it is, your parents, your significant other, your best friend. Even if you have to talk to someone that's kind of out of the ballpark of it all, they can see it from a different view. That's okay. You can have things that you want to keep to yourself. You have to still talk it through with someone no matter yeah. who it is like it's just even like not, if it's a it's pet
1: even if literally it's someone yeah. who can't talk back to you you've got to get it out like back to ariana you just can't keep these things bottled in it will literally kill you from the inside out like it will bring the darkness inside of you if you don't let it out i agree so this part i mean it's fun and i love to dance to this part i don't really know how to analyze it lyrically But they say, hands up to the sky, I'll be your galaxy, I'm about to fly, rain on me, tsunami, Tsunami." hands hands up to the sky, I'll be your galaxy, I'm I'm about about to fly, fly. rain on me. And it goes back into the chorus. And then lastly, again, I hear the thunder coming down, won't you rain on me? It's like at that point, I feel like it's a full circle moment to where at the end of the song, it's like I hear the thunder. Let the rain come. I want it to come. I want to feel something. I want to feel the rain on my skin. I want to feel alive. It also reminds me of like grounding techniques, which a lot of therapists, a lot of people, a lot of like natural healers, people will tell you if you've got all this misery inside of you and these dark feelings grounding techniques and what i mean by that is like literally going outside putting your bare feet on the grass on the earth there are healing properties to that and there is healing properties to standing outside and letting the rain fall on you and feeling that natural process and just letting it happen i think everyone listening has probably been at a time in like once in your life where you've been stuck in the rain and instead of dwelling on it, you just put your face up to the sky and just feel it and just let it happen. And it feels so good. And it really does sometimes feel like it's washing something away in the most natural way possible.
0: Yeah. So Rain On Me, a classic, one of the strongest songs on Chromatica, in my opinion, and I love it. And it always takes me back to a specific moment which I love but the next song is called Free Woman and me and Chloe actually have merch from this song and this is a good one in my opinion I really like it and she starts it off with saying I walk the downtown hear my sound no one knows me yet not right now but I am bound to set this feeling in motion I walk the downtown hear my sound so this song always reminds me obviously of walking the downtown, but like in like a city and kind of like, you're like the main character in your mind, but no one else is really noticing you right now, but you're gonna get to like the point where you wanna be. Does that make sense, Mm -hmm. Chloe?
1: Yeah, there's definitely a feeling of she's got something to say, she's got something inside of her and she's just waiting for the right moment to let it out. And when she sets that feeling in motion, people are going to stop and listen and pay attention.
0: Me and Chloe have to sing this song to you guys because there's an actual emotion behind it and reading it, you can't read it. You know, like that's just one of these songs. So me and Chloe, will sing for you guys a little bit of it.
1: She goes into, I say that I want it, want it. Be free. Don't fight it, fight it. But if I'm gonna go for it, I'll remember that, that I, I say that I want it, want it. Be free. Don't bite it, bite it. But if I'm gonna go for it, I'll oh, remember
0: that, that. I, I'm
1: not nothing without that
0: steady in. hand. I'm not
1: nothing unless I know I can. I'll I'm still something. If I don't got a man, I'm a, I'm free, a free woman. woman. Uh oh. Be, Be free. free. <laughs> I know that's kind of silly as singing and also we're not singers guys we're just podcasters but
0: i don't know after that performance
1: (laughs) (laughs) i say that i want it don't fight it but if i'm gonna go for it i'll remember that i'm not nothing without a steady hand i can be nervous i can be shaky i can be unsure about it but that doesn't mean that i'm not nothing it doesn't mean that what i have to say isn't worth it it's Just because you're unsteady doesn't mean that what you have to say doesn't need to be said. I'm not nothing unless I know I can. I'm still something if If I don't got got a man. man.
0: I'm
1: a free woman.
0: She's a free free. woman. Be fucking free.
1: It's such an empowering song. It's such a good song to listen to as a woman, like even as a woman who has a man. I still listen to it and belt it out and sing it as hard as I can because I know that no matter what, I am still something no matter what. I'm a free woman at the end of the day, always, no matter what, even if there's a damn ring on my finger, I'm still a free woman because I can still do what I want, say what I want, be who I want. I'm free. This is my life. This is my story. And I'm going to be free because this is my dance floor that i fought for a heart that's what i'm living for so light up my body and kiss me too hardly because we own the downtown and you better hear our sound
0: powerful It's so good
1: love when lady gaga says this is my dance floor i fought for because every single time i hear that lyric there's only one person that i hear saying it and thinking it and feeling it and it's lady gaga because she has fought for her place and she earned every square inch of that dance floor she has earned her spot in the world she has earned her spot as an artist and she owns it it's
0: and we're so gonna good. hear her sound she really did earn it and i love when she says be free throughout the whole song That's kind of a thing i just say in the blue now like in my daily life i like, do
1: too all the be time free.
0: And, like, I don't know if people probably think I'm insane, but, like, if you know, you know, and now y'all know. Like, this song is so good, so catchy, and like Chloe said, it's very empowering. Even as a man, I'm, like, empowered by this. Like, be free. I love it. She said free woman because especially during this time in 2020, a lot of things were going on in the world still are to this day, But this is just a very impactful song for the time. And I would not expect anyone other than Lady Gaga to put this message out. And I love it. It's one of my favorite songs off the album as well. And after she does that chorus, she just goes into the same verses over and over again. I'm nothing less I know I can. I'm a free woman. I'm a free woman. And she says that a lot at the end. By the end, the bridge and the outro, she's saying, I'm a free woman after every verse or every lyric. She's
1: proclaiming it to the world.
0: Yeah, she's owning it.
1: I want to say too, the more I've been thinking about it as we're talking, I'm still something if I don't got a man, that can mean so much more than just like a romantic partner, a man who's like a boyfriend or a husband or something like that. It could also mean I'm still something without a man in business helping me, teaching me the way, like whatever that could mean. I'm still something without a man if I don't have a dad or a father figure I am a free woman and I don't need the support of a man in any way because I can do it. I can stand on my own two feet and do it by myself because I'm free and I don't need to have a steady hand. I can be nervous. I can be terrified. I can be scared, but I can still do it. And I also love that she says I'm not nothing without a steady hand because the truth of the matter is like Garrett was saying, it is harder to be a woman in a lot of different ways. And there are going to be a lot of times when you're doing something without a steady hand, but it doesn't mean you can't do it. It doesn't mean you're not doing it. Just because you might be a little shaky, you're still out there every single day doing what you've got to do. And that's something to commend yourself for. Every woman, every single woman on the planet. Every day that we have, I feel like women don't have a steady hand and men maybe do in a lot of ways. But look at all of the women throughout history who have accomplished and conquered incredible things we are just as powerful if not more we just have to know we can we just have to know we're free women
0: exactly and lady gaga preaching that and this is now an anthem that i hope every woman can listen to and feel empowered by which is one of the million reasons i love miss lady google
1: but i'm really ready to have some fun tonight
0: i'm ready to have so much fun tonight this song guys fun tonight is Let me just say this now. Basically, all these songs are my favorite, but this is another one of my favorite songs off the album. So she starts off the song with saying, Feeling something that I cannot explain. Think it's a wound I still entertain. I'll do anything to numb the flame. I guess I'm just on fire these days. I can't see straight. I can't see me. There's too much hurt caught in between. Wish I could be what I know I am. This moment's hijacked my plans.
1: So I really think that this song was written about a specific person. And I don't know if this person was a romantic interest of hers, someone that worked for her, worked with her, a friend of hers, could even be a family member of hers. But there is someone that she's writing this about who has fed off of her success. She says, I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling. I'm feeling with you. But I stare at the girl in the mirror, and she talks to me, too. Yeah, I can see it in your face. You don't think I've pulled my weight. Maybe it's time for us to say goodbye. Because I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling. I'm feeling with you. I'm not having fun tonight. So this whole first half of the song, I feel like it's a realization moment. I feel like this whole part of the song is literally... Happening as she's looking at herself in the mirror, and we've kind of talked about this before, but it gives me the feeling of like you're at a party or you're out at a club or something, and you get that one second to yourself looking in the mirror where you're like, Usually it's like, Holy shit, I'm so fucked up! I didn't know I got this fucked up, but I feel like in this moment, she's having this realization of like, This is not what I want, this is holding me back from what I know I can be. This moment. Hijacked my plans for this night or this life or this person or whatever it might be. But once I have felt this moment hijack my plans, I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling and I'm not having fun. And then she goes on to this and this is the part where I really feel like it's about someone specific in her life. She says, you love the paparazzi, love the fame, even though you know it causes me pain. I feel like I'm in a prison hell, stick my hands through the steel bars and yell. What happens now? I'm not okay. And if I scream, you walk away. When I'm sad, you just want to play. I've had enough. What do I say? So I seriously feel like, especially the line, you love the paparazzi, love the fame, even though you know it causes me pain. This feels to me like someone she was either romantically involved with or someone she was working with who is like, pushing her outside of her comfort zone to do things she didn't want to do. She feels like she's in a prison hell. And what happens now? If I scream, you walk away. If I complain about this, if I try to talk to you about this, you're just going to walk away. And when I'm sad, you just want to play. You just want to, you know, make me party. You want to get me out there. You, you think that if I just party or play that I'll feel better, but I've had enough. What do I say? But I just really think, again, that this is about someone specific, this is about a specific moment or interaction or series of interactions where she's coming to a realization about someone who's very close to her in her life, who is actually hurting her, not helping her, and in fact, they're feeding off of her. Whether it's feeding off of her pain or her fortune or both, it's a toxic, parasitic relationship where this person is not giving her anything, they're only taking.
0: I think that's a very interesting point of view. Like, it does make sense what you said, and hearing that perspective, I can totally agree. It's very powerful, and I wish we could get the full inside tea. This is a song I would love to talk to Gaga about one on one and just kind of get her thoughts.
1: I think it's really interesting that she chose to call the song Fun Tonight when the actual truth of the song is that she's not having fun tonight. Yeah and i think when you listen to it this song gives me like there's a sadness in her voice to me mm-hmm. and there's a a shift in i mean we go from you know be free to this that also makes me wonder is she being free from this situation that wasn't fun and is that why she put it in that order i'm not sure but the way that she sings it even she's like you know i'm feeling the way that i'm feeling i'm feeling with you I stare at the girl in the mirror. She talks to me too. Yeah, I can see it in your face. You don't think you... I've pulled my weight. Maybe it's time for us to say goodbye. It just really gives me the same sadness that I know I've felt in my own life where you come to that realization that someone that you truly love is no longer good for you and you have to end it. You have to cut it off. It's a sad feeling. There's a sadness in her voice but it's like she knows she has to do it for her exactly i don't know i but i love this song it's definitely one of my favorites it's definitely one of the ones that i sing a lot and i listen to a lot and i just think that the lyrics are so good there are parts of it that are so relatable and i just want to know who the fuck in the world could ever look at lady gaga and say i don't think you're pulling your weight Oh. Bitch, what? What weight isn't she pulling? Because she's pulling the weight of the music industry right now.
0: Yeah, literally, on her little back.
1: And the acting industry, let's be real. (laughs)
0: Wow, what a way to end the first chapter of Chromatica. Overall, I think this realm of Chromatica was pop with a lot of dark undertones, but what a way to introduce Chromatica, because I had the first two lead singles off of it, and... It was very strong. I love Chromatica 1. And what were your thoughts on it before we move on to Chromatica 2?
1: I absolutely love Chromatica 1, the first third of the album. I think that it's amazing. Some of my favorite songs from this album are in part one. But I also want to say she does a really good job of spreading out. Like, obviously, with every single album, there are going to be songs you like more than others and or just songs that you listen to more than others. And I think she did such a good job of spreading out the songs throughout the album. Like there is no portion of this album where I'm like, okay, this is where I lose interest. Yeah. It doesn't exist. And so for me, like if I'm being completely honest, I listen to rain on me and stupid love less than I listened to Alice and free woman and fun tonight. May- maybe that's because stupid love and rain on me are more, publicized they've been played more they're out and about more so I don't listen to them as much on my own but it's just like there are so many insane parts of this song I'm sorry there are so many insane parts of this album I think it's so good it's been years since she released it and every single time I listen to it still it hits just the same if not better you know these songs are like fine wine they just keep getting better with age honestly
0: Exactly. I could not agree more. So, moving on to Chromatica 2, she takes us on this little journey all the way to 911. We already mentioned this at the beginning. If you have not watched the music video yet, go play it because it's not a music video. It's a whole movie production, set, a masterpiece. story, like so Honestly,
1: good. I really think 911 is probably the best music video I have ever seen. Well, there you go. I really feel that way. I will never forget the first time that I watched it and afterwards my mind was blown and like you just said, it felt like watching a movie. I feel like I watched a whole story happen. I was shocked by the end of it. That I, At first I'm just like, okay, this is very Lady Gaga because it's so avant-garde. It's so different. It's so artistic and wild and I can't make sense of any of it. But by the end of it, it makes sense. Every last piece of it fits into each other like a puzzle, and it's so good. And I want to comment on something that Garrett just said. He said that we're switching to 911, and this song is a little bit more energetic. It's a little bit more wild. It's a little bit more crazy. I think Chromatica 2 is where she gets a little bit more energetic, a little more crazy, a little bit more wild, because some of these other songs that we're going to get to are also that way. So I feel like the middle of this album, is where shit gets a little crazy
0: yeah honestly it's like tech pop a little bit you'll have to kind of go listen to him to kind of understand where we're coming from with this but nine one one, chloe
1: so she starts off turning up emotional faders keep repeating self-hating phrases i have heard enough of these voices almost like i Uh, have no choice
0: right there that's a intense way to start a song keep repeating self hating phrases i have heard enough of these voices it's like i have no choice and i mean i don't want to say everyone but i feel like a lot of people can relate to this and just hearing these things in your head that just won't go negative thoughts that just will not go away and it kind of can overtake you at times and yes it's a lot
1: i think there are people in the world who have it figured out who somehow have like all the self-love and self-affirmation and they're able to change their way of thinking but there are also people in the world who have this chemical imbalance in their brain where no matter what their brain is always going to be fighting against them i for one am one of those people where i mean it's been proven by doctors my brain chemistry just isn't normal and it will always fight against me. And it will always, my brain will always try to push me to being sad and anxious and thinking something is wrong. It just always will, my whole life. And so it's like she's turning up her emotional fader. She's trying to really tune into her emotions. But she keeps repeating these self hating phrases. I've heard enough of these voices, but it's almost like I have no choice. Even when I'm trying to be self-affirmative. Like, even when I'm trying to speak nicely about myself, think nicely about myself, there's always that little tiny voice in the back of my head who's going to say, you can't do this. Who do you think you are? You know, you're not going to be able to accomplish this, whatever it might be. She then goes into saying, this is biological stasis. My mood is shifting to manic places. Wish I laughed and kept the good friendships. Watch life, here I go again.
0: I can relate to that some days. When you wake up, you're just like, here we go again. It's just like another day, like nothing's yep. changed. I'm in the same mood. It feels like I'm living it's the same cycle. day over again. Like, and it's all mental too. Like, and some people, like you said, can shift it off and just have like a good mood every day, have a good perspective, but a lot of people cannot.
1: She says my mood's shifting to manic places if your brain is actually shifting to legitimate manic places again that's a chemical imbalance that's something that you can't stop you can't control you can do it chemically with medicines but even if you go to therapy a therapist can't stop you from being manic so it's just interesting that she's like here I go again I can't see me cry I can't keep dealing with this and then she slips into my biggest enemy is me Papa 911. So just like I said, if you're slipping into a manic state, one thing that can help you is a chemical rebalance through medicine. And she's saying Papa 911, that's a a psychotic prescription. That's an antipsychotic, I should say. That's something that will change her brain chemistry to settle her back and regulate her. And I truly feel like the line, my biggest enemy is me. Probably one of the things I've related to most out of any lyric like ever. Because again, like I have that chemical imbalance where I will always talk badly about myself in my head. I will always be my number one person saying, you can't do this. Who do you think you are? My biggest enemy is me. Always. All the time. And I'm always constantly actively working on that. So she says... My biggest enemy is me ever since day one. Pop a 911, then pop another one.
0: Ugh. So good. Uh, oh. It's so I good. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And then <sighs> she goes into keep my dolls inside diamond boxes, which is another reference to pills. Her little dolls inside diamond boxes is her medicine. And I love that Lady Gaga has the confidence to talk about it because a lot of people could put a stereotype on people taking medicines to balance themselves, but... There's no shame in it. and she's admitting to it. And it's like this is a normal thing and she has to do it to keep herself in line, which is there's no shame in. So then she continues and says, "Save them till I know I'm gonna drop this front I've built around my oasis. Paradise is in my hands. Holding on so tight to this status, it's not real, but I'll try to grab it. Keep myself in beautiful places. Paradise is in my hands.
1: It's so powerful. I think this song has some of the best lyrics of the entire album. It's, it really goes into this, like, even though she knows in her own head what's going on, she's trying to deny it. She's trying to put on this front. She's trying to keep herself in beautiful places, going out, doing fun things, to try and trick herself into believing that what she's actually dealing with inside her head is not real. But it is. And like Garrett said, keep my dolls inside diamond boxes. Save them till I know I'm going to drop this. She's, those are her emergency. It's so crazy that she calls it 911 because those pills are her emergency reflex. And when she says, I'm holding on so tight to this status. It's not real, but I'll try to grab it. Keep myself in beautiful places paradise is in my hands it's like it's so close but everything she's talking about is superficial yeah it's not real because at the end of the day she's still feeling this way in her head
0: it's so good
1: so we go back to the chorus a few more times and then at the very end of the song she says please patch the line please patch the line need a 911 can you patch the line this is a cry for help this is her calling for help and she's kind of weaving the idea of like real 911 with these pills and saying like i need to call someone for help because i i need help
0: yeah
1: it's like i ran out of my pills i ran out of whatever it is that makes me feel better and i need someone to help me right now please and she's begging so incredible song the music video is 20 out of 10. I think this might be my favorite song from the album. I just love it so much. I can relate to it. And I think it's a beautiful piece of work. And you know what else? It's, it really, I'll go back to it again. It really does speak to like during the pandemic, there were people who were not able to get access to their medicine, to whatever it might be that they needed that were dealing with this and going through it. And it's scary because when you're left to nothing else but your own thoughts and your own brain, especially if you're someone who doesn't have the correct brain chemistry, it's a fucking terrifying thought.
0: Yeah. So. I love 911. Now, moving on to track number nine Plastic Doll. This really taps into the Chromatica 2 technology era. So she starts off with M I E I E I E I E. Am I a plastic? (laughs) Plastic uh, 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 (laughs) dog.
1: Plastic technologic.
0: It's very technologic. It's very robotic a little bit. And then she goes into, open me up and cut me loose. I come with a purse and new shoes. Am I your type? Ooh la la, ooh la la, (laughs) ooh la la.
1: I love when Garrett reads, oh. So we get ooh-la-la, ooh-la-la, (laughs) ooh-la-la. Just like Lady Gaga says it. I've lived in a pink box so long. I am top shelf. They built me strong. Am I your type? (laughs) Ooh-la-la, ooh-la-la,
0: ooh-la-la. I love it.
1: I've spent too long dancing all alone, dancing to the same song. I'm no toy for a real boy. If you're a real boy, don't play with me. It just hurts me. I'm bouncing off the walls. No, I'm not your plastic doll. I
0: love it. I've
1: got, I've got blonde hair and cherry lips. I'm state of art. I'm microchipped because I've spent too long dancing all alone. Tell me, who dressed you? Where'd you get that hat? Why is she crying? What's the price tag? Who's that girl? Malibu Gaga? Looks so sad. What is this saga?
0: That's my favorite part of the whole song right there. Those last two lines you read. I think this song's very interesting, Chloe, because at the beginning, she's kind of describing herself as this plastic doll. And then she goes into thinking, like, am I your type? She repeats that a lot. Am I your type? Like, there's always a time in everyone's life where you felt, wait, like, am I doing good enough? Am I good enough? Will they like me?
1: I mean, it's also so on trend that we're talking about this right now with all the Barbie hoopla out there because this is really she's comparing herself to a Barbie especially with the line Malibu Gaga like that's a direct reference so who's that girl Malibu Gaga looks so sad what is this saga it's so good
0: it's so good
1: I love it so much and again I feel like she's just going through a lot of different feelings in this and this song also kind of brings me back to fun tonight because it's like no i don't enjoy the paparazzi i don't enjoy the fame as much like i just want to be able to be me privately but instead i'm like a plastic doll and you're dressing me up and you're playing with me and you're telling me what to do and where to go and where to be i'm not your plastic doll i'm bouncing off the walls like i'm crazy
0: she like i said she played a lot with her vocals and instrumentals in this song which i think is fun but it's nothing compared to track number 10 set sour candy featuring our girls blackpink if you know you know Black and Pink. blackpink this is such a fun song so they open up with sour candy now before we get into it i think these instrumentals are my favorite out of all of the songs on the album it's really unique stuff like they really tested their limits and were experimental with that.
1: Kara, I've never said this to you before, but the lyrics here and maybe a little bit of the instrumentals like tiny. You know who it reminds me a little bit of? Who? Ash Nico.
0: Which yeah. is so
1: interesting because Ash Nico's featured on Dawn of Chromatica. But especially this part. I'm sour candy. So sweet till I get a little angry, yeah. Sour candy yeah, yeah
0: yeah
1: yeah 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 I'm super psycho, make you go crazy when I turn the lights low. Sour candy. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: So Ask good. Ask me to be
1: nice then I'll do it extra mean. And then we get into Korean so I can't read that. If you want to fix me then let's break up here and now. Mm. Damn. Period. Period poo. And then Gaga says I'm hard on the outside, but if you give me time, then I could make time for your love. So I might be messed up, but I know what's love. You want a real taste. At least I'm not fake.
0: Come, come unwrap me. Come, come unwrap me. I'll show you what's me. Close your eyes. Don't peek. Now I'm undressing. Unwrap sour candy, come come unwrap me, come come don't unwrap, come unwrap me.
1: me. Close your <laughs> eyes, don't peek, now I'm undressing. Unwrap, unwrap sour, sour candy. candy.
0: It's so good, it's so good, I love it.
1: I just love that she incorporated Blackpink into the song, because it gives a whole different vibe to the song. I love that she's working with so many different female artists throughout Chromatica and Dawn of Chromatica. Again, she's a woman who supports women, she always will and you know that if lady gaga is incorporating another artist into her songs she admires them as an artist she admires their work she sees something really valuable in them i mean obviously every artist is valuable but you know what i mean she again lady gaga never does anything by accident she thinks everything through she is always 10 steps ahead yeah these are very strategic choices and blackpink just took this song and took it to a whole different level added so much to it
0: I agree 100% come, come
1: unwrap me come, come come unwrap me
0: it's so good guys take and a bite
1: guy... take a bite
0: S- the sour, sour candy, candy. <laughs> it's so good guys Like you have to listen to this to get the full effect but like I said it feeds in to the whole idea of Chromatica 2 being techn- technologic a little like experimental fun and it just adds to that level and it's, it's chef's kiss
1: and I just love hearing our girls from Blackpink singing, ask me to be nice and then I'll do it extra mean. If you want to fix me, then let's break up here and now. Like, it's like, fuck you, dude. I'll be extra mean if you want me to be nice. Don't tell me what to be. Yeah, You can't tell me what to be. I just want to say for anyone who's like not been interested in K-pop, hasn't listened to Blackpink, like you're like, that's not my thing. You don't even need to know what they're saying just to listen and enjoy and feel the emotions. Like you will still dance to it. It's so good. It's so fun. Yeah, it's just very, very fun to listen to and we would highly recommend.
0: So I wanna move on to track number 11, Enigma, which this song is really fun because Gaga had a Las Vegas residency under the same name, Enigma. So this song is very unique and i love the lyrics in the song so she says open-minded i'm so blinded mystery man woman phantom is what i'm seeing real or is it just a sign which i love, like the way she sings it to it's all just like otherworldly a little bit it's like outer space it gives me and then she goes into one of my favorite parts of the whole song We could be lovers, even just tonight. tonight. We could be anything you want. We could be jokers, jokers brought brought to the the daylight. daylight. We could break all of our stigma. I'll be your enigma. (laughs) I'll
1: be your enigma can't stop staring i'm so naked wrapped in shadows my heart races dragon's eyes watch goddess breathing give me something to, to believe, believe in
0: it's so good guys so what do you get from the song Chloe? like what is your feel vibe opinions
1: So this is another one that I just really like to sing along because she does sing it in such an interesting way. And I agree, this is like a really unique feeling. It's got this really like virtual feeling to it. And obviously she says the word virtual, but I don't even know what to think, honestly. Like, it almost makes me think, like, this song reminds me of the possibility, the thought, like, is this whole thing just... A simulation yeah like this whole thing is not real but i'll be your enigma if you want me to even
0: if it's, even if it's just tonight like it will just even not, if like, it's
1: just for tonight
0: like what do we even believe in anymore like it's so much fun i love the song like chloe said it's a very good sing-along song dancing song and i'll be your enigma <laughs>
1: My favorite part of the song, too, is at the end. Did you hear what I said? What? Did you hear what I said? Yeah. Is it all in my head? 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 We could be lovers. Even just tonight. We could be anything you want.
0: Yeah. Gaga, we could be it. I'll be whatever you want tonight. Even if it's just tonight, babes, it's so good. I love Enigma. It's pretty simple, in my opinion. It's like a clean little bow song. Like you either get it or you don't. But luckily, we both get it. It's so good. And like, to be
1: honest with you, the lyrics, I don't really get them that much. Like I don't exactly get necessarily what she's trying to say, but I can feel it.
0: I can. <laughs> it's I a can feeling. I feel the
1: energy of the song. I love and it. And it's just, it's catchy. It's something you want to sing along to.
0: <sighs> I love it. I don't know.
1: I just love it. And like, really the line that gets me the most is even just tonight. Like, even if it's just for tonight, let's just make tonight count.
0: Yeah. We only, even like you only live once. You know what you I mean? You never
1: know. You're never promised tomorrow. So I'll be your enigma. Even if it's just tonight brought to the daylight just so for good. one night.
0: I love it. Enigma, you did the damn thing. But I hate to sk- to fast forward, but guys, the next song might be my favorite off the album. Replay. I love this song specifically. It was like a year ago, like from this time. This song just really resonated with me. When we went to the Chromatica Ball, this was my number one Chromatica song. But she says, am I, am I, am I still alive? Where am I? I cry. So right there, she's putting you in a space where she's like, wait, like I'm just coming to, kind of, like I'm coming back from something. And then she goes into saying, who was it that pulled the trigger? Was it you or I? I'm completely numb. Why are you acting dumb? I won't blame myself. Cause we both know you were the one. I don't know what to do. You don't know what to say. The scars on my mind are on replay. The monsters inside you, It's torturing me, the scars on my mind are on replay. replay. And right there, that's intense. She's basically saying she feels like she's just come back to life. Like, who pulled the trigger? Was it you or I? I just feel like I got shot. I'm completely numb, but I won't blame myself because we both know you were the one. And I don't know what to do right now and you don't know what to say, the scars on my mind are on replay. And right there, that one lyric, I don't know what to do and you don't know what to say, I have felt that so many times in my life where, like, I'm in a freak out mode or, like, I don't know what to do and no one knows what to say and, like, it's so scary and, like, you kind of do feel like you're, like, out of body and, like, I don't know, just really related to that lyric and then the scars on my mind are on replay, like, something just, like...
1: I can't get past
0: it. Like, it just, like, it, like, replays in your mind over and over again and I'm an overthinker. I will take a situation, and this is one thing I hate about myself, I will take a situation and automatically go to the worst because... In my head, I would rather expect the worst and get the best. Rather myself, than
1: not get, meet your expectations.
0: Exactly. Like get my hopes so high and then like it not be met. So I totally get that. And the this lyric too is very interesting to me. The monster inside you is torturing me. That's yeah, a I'm, very interesting lyric.
1: That's like probably my favorite lyric from the song. And that's what I was going to talk about. Two of my favorites are... I'm completely numb. Why are you acting dumb? Because it's like, you're the one who made me feel this way. And I feel completely numb because of things that you've done and said to me. And why are you acting dumb? Like you didn't cause this. Like it's, this song is the ultimate song about gaslighting. Really. I mm-hmm. feel. And she said, like, I'm skipping over things, but I'm completely numb. Why are you acting dumb? The monster inside you is torturing me that lyric is so powerful because it's so true and there are so many people who don't handle their own shit who don't take responsibility who don't look at themselves in the mirror and it's their ugliness that they project onto other people and they take that and torture other people with it and I just think that it's really interesting and I love the way that she wrote this I love the way that she came up with these exact lyrics I think they're perfect I agree she she also says every single day Yeah, I dig a grave. Then I sit inside it, wondering if I'll behave. It's a game I play, and I hate hate to say, say, You're the worst thing and the best thing that's happened to me.
0: That right there, I love that lyric. Like, what? It's a game I play, and I hate to say, You're the worst thing and the best thing that's happened to me? Again, that just
1: makes me feel like it's someone who's really been gaslighting her. Like, like
0: damn tricking
1: her into thinking that she needs them for whatever reason but they're also causing her so much pain and just saying like every single day yeah i dig a grave then i sit inside it wondering if i'll behave behave
0: for who on whose
1: terms yeah what's what's behaving because you just said you were a free woman so like what What's going on? What do you have to do to behave? You don't have to behave. Go fucking crazy if you want to.
0: I feel like this is just her being like the scars on my mind. Like right now, she's not herself. She can't be that free woman because she's not in the right space of mind. And not only that, she goes in a little later in the song. and says psychologically, it's something that I cannot explain. I scratched my nails into the dirt to pull me out. Okay. But does it matter? Does it matter? No, damage is done. Does it matter? Does it matter? You had the gun. You had the gun. You had the gun. I don't know what to do. You had the
1: gun. You had the gun. Gun. I don't know what to to do. I don't know what what to say. The scars on my mind are on replay. So... Psychologically, it's something that I can't explain. Again, it's like, girl needs to pop a 911 right now because she's yeah. going through a manic episode, it sounds like.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um,
1: and then towards the end of the song, she just says again and again, your monsters torture me. Your monsters torture me. The scars on my mind are on replay. Replay. <laughs> 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 and... It's just so interesting but like I think again everyone can relate to there has got to have been one person in your life where it's like their monsters have tortured you. And you it's interesting too the way like sometimes we can be drawn to people who are so wrong for us and it's like you can't explain why but again where she said like you're the best thing and the worst thing that's happened to me it's like when things are good they're so good but when they're bad they're so bad and you just keep going back to it you're so drawn to it. Sometimes As people, we are just so drawn to the wrong thing, to things that are bad for us, even when they torture us. But again, I love this song. It's also still part of this upbeat part of Chromatica too, where it's like, she's like it's a dancing song. You could definitely dance to it. She's got some really interesting vocals. She's got some really interesting runs. But the lyrics are so fucking dark. And I love how she says, like, you had the gun. Like, you had the gun. It was pointed at my head. You, What she's saying there is you had the power. Yeah. And look at what you did with it. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. The monster inside you is torturing me. It's so What else do I say? What else can I do? I don't know. I'm just going to dig my hole and sit in it and think about whether or not I'm behaving. Literally. According to your terms.
0: We talk about this all the time. Like we put artists on a different level which we probably shouldn't but they're human too they go through things they feel these emotions and gaga is like just able to put it into words like we cannot you know what i mean
1: like we think that lady gaga is literally the most powerful human on the planet and yet someone <laughs> out there she believes is holding power over her
0: exactly yeah crazy, it's crazy. <laughs> what a way to end chromatica 2 chromatica 2 has a special place in my heart i think it's very unique and very niche, but it takes you through this whole journey in my opinion.
1: Chromatica 2 is basically, if I could wrap it up in one little sentence, Chromatica 2 is banger, 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 banger.
0: (laughs) Banger, banger, banger. So good, it's so good. Every
1: Every last one is good it's great it's perfect and now we're moving on to chromatica 3 so we've got another our third and final interlude and we are shifting into a third realm
0: yeah and
1: so the first song in chromatica 3 is actually probably garrett and i's least favorite both of ours from this album yes which is really disappointing because this song is called sign from above but not sign like s-i-g-n sign like s-i-n-e Sign From Above featuring Elton John. And before we ever heard the song, we knew that Elton John was going to be featured on this album. So we obviously had extremely high hopes. Yeah. And for some reason, I don't know what it is, but this song just doesn't really do it for us. Yeah. Like the rest of the album does.
0: Yeah. I agree. I 100% agree. This is Sadly, one of my least listened to songs off the album, but hey, we'll give you a little review and we'll let you decide for yourself if it's for you. Absolutely. (laughs) Lady Gaga opens a song with, when I was young, I prayed for lightning. My mother said it would come and find me. I found myself without a prayer. I lost my love and no one cared. When I was young, I prayed for lightning.
1: I lost my love and no one cared. Oh, that's sad.
0: It is sad. <laughs> I felt myself without a prayer. Okay, and then she goes into saying, Yeah, I looked up with my face to the sky, but I saw nothing there. No, no, nothing there. Yeah, I stared while my eyes filled up with tears, but there was nothing there. No, no, nothing. I heard one sign from above. I heard one sign from above.
1: So I remember before this song came out, I don't know if it was like an interview with Elton John or an interview with Gaga and Elton John or what it was, but I remember something where they were talking about how like this song is about the power of music.
0: Yeah. I remember that. Yeah.
1: And it's like, you can hear one sign, like you can hear one thing and it can change everything for you. And like the power of music is so powerful. And then she, they go into saying, the, then the signal split in two, the sound created stars like me and you. I mean, that's a beautiful line. That's really interesting. Before there was love, there was silence. I mm. heard one sign and it healed my heart, heard a sign. And then we're going to jump down to where Elton John and Lady Gaga are singing together. When I was young, I felt immortal and not a day went by without a struggle. I lived my days just for the nights. I lost myself under the lights. When I was young, I felt immortal. And I mean, that's really true to everyone. I think when you're young, you have no concept of like the rest of your life. You have no concept of death. You're fearless. There's different like um, phases of that. Cause when you're a kid, it's just like, well, you're a kid and yeah, one day you'll grow up and you can be like, Oh, what are you going to be when you grow up? I'm going to be an astronaut. Like, you can your dreams are just completely endless there are so many possibilities but then you get to a different phase when you're in like your late teens early 20s where it's like i feel immortal because i kind of just don't give a fuck and i'm here to have a good time and like i'm not thinking about the responsibilities and the hardships yet i'm just like trying to have a good time and that's when you feel immortal and then it's after that phase when things start to feel a lot more mortal And you start to really realize like the hardships, the difficulties, the fact that, oh my God, all of a sudden I blinked and now years are catching up on me and I'm in like the second half of my life. How did that happen? So it's just, I mean, and I'm not saying like when you're 25 or 30, you're in the second half of your life necessarily, but for a lot of people you are, and there just really is a shift in your brain chemistry, I mean, I'm pretty sure by the time you're 25, like, that's when your brain is fully formed. So there's literally a shift in your thinking and the way things work in your mind. And it's just interesting to hear all of this. And I think it's interesting, too, saying, like, when I was a kid, I lived for the nights so that I could lie there, look up to the sky, and be under the lights. It's like, again, this idea of like dreaming and all of these possibilities and all of the potential that's there and then all of a sudden like one day you wake up and realize a lot of those dreams a lot of that potential is behind you and now you're faced with reality and if you haven't done things to work towards those dreams and potential, sometimes for certain dreams it's already too late
0: yeah we're entering that phase now i think (laughs) Reality, Reality's hitting us like a fucking train, bitch. Well, it's hitting me like one.
1: (laughs) Yeah. We we won't get into that on this episode. We'll do a special (laughs) Dr. Phil episode about that. Uh, But they end the song with, Healed my heart, healed my heart, heard a sign, healed my heart, heard a sign. So, again, it's like the power of music, the power of the song, how much it can be healing, how much it can change you. And that's, like, honestly, kind of all I've got to say about this song.
0: (laughs) I agree. I echo everything Chloe said. It's good because Lady Gaga and Elton John put their brains together. So, obviously, it's there if you want it. So, go give it a listen. Let us know what you think of Sign. It's just not what I was
1: expecting. Like, I was expecting it to be one of the dancing party jam songs. I was expecting Benny and the Jets level Elton John, but that's not what we got.
0: Yeah, I was expecting, like, just to compare it to something newer, like, his song with Dua Lipa. Like, something yeah. like on that level of, like, you know, just, like, bring him, bringing him back to the 21st century. But we got what we got, and I want to move on to a song that I really love. It's one of the slower songs off of Chromatica but I love the meaning it's track 15, a thousand doves. What is your opinion on the song, Chloe?
1: I do really like it. Again, it's not like my favorite off the album, but I do really, really love this song as well. Um, and I think we already kind of touched on it, but like, again, the third part of Chromatica after Chromatica three's interlude, we really slow down and we really shift. Um, So she starts off by saying, I need you to listen to me. Please believe me. I'm completely lonely. Please don't judge me. When your tears are falling, I'll catch them as they fall. I'm not perfect yet, but I'll keep trying. Because inside, we are really made the same. In life, waiting's just a stupid game.
0: I love it. So good. Like, this
1: one is very lyrically strong.
0: It's very lyrically strong. Yes, she really focuses on the lyrics in this song. I mean, she starts with, I'm completely lonely. Please don't judge me. She's like, I'm at my lowest and I'm about to open up. Please give me some grace because I'm about to kind of spill a lot on you guys. She says, when your tears are falling, I'll catch them as they fall. That's such a sweet lyric. Just like, just hearing that. I'll be there. Yeah. I'll be there. Even if physically Lady Gaga is obviously not going to be next to us, she's like, if you need someone, just listen and, like, feel me. Because, like, you have someone. So I think that's really sweet. And then I also love the lyric, in life, waiting's just a stupid game. Then she goes into saying, lift me up, give me a start, because I've been flying with some broken arms. Lift me up, just a small nudge, I'll be flying like a thousand doves. A thousand doves.
1: It's just speaking to like the power of support. Like just even one person supporting you can give you so much power. And even before that, I want to jump back to her line because inside we are really made the same. I mean, every single person on this planet we're made up of the same atoms, the same molecules, the same energy. We are truly the same inside we all feel the same things go through the similar things it's a really powerful tool for connection this song
0: yeah i agree and again
1: speaking to support like speaking to the fact that you know even going back to the beginning i'm completely lonely please don't judge me like i'm being vulnerable with you but i want you to support me not judge me because if you tear me down now that's like the last straw basically yeah.
0: i think this song also touches on treat others how you want to be treated like spread kindness so we touched on this at the beginning when we were introducing gaga she just wants love she wants everyone to uplift each other and just if you see someone down just don't knock them while they're down just you don't know how one little compliment or little kind gesture you do can change someone's day week month around
1: yeah the way that you treat people matters yeah. She she also says, I'd do anything for you to really see me. I am human, invisibly bleeding. When your smile is shaking, I'll catch you as you fall. And further down, she says, I've been hurting, stuck inside a cage, so hard my heart's been in a rage. If you love me, then just set me free. And if you don't, then baby, leave. Set me free. And again, that like goes back to the very classic, if you love something, if you love someone, set them free. If they love you, they'll come back to you kind of thing. Yeah. And it's just interesting too. like, again, I think a lot of this album kind of relates to power and like power plays and where is the power? And she's giving her power to someone else saying, if you love me, just set me free. And if you don't, then baby leave, because either way, you're setting me free with that
0: yeah i want to go up to one lyric she says i cry more than i ever say each time your love seems to save the day which i think a lot of people can relate to i think everyone cries more than they say or let on because obviously you don't want to put your emotions onto other people but i don't know i just i love lady gaga because she's always able to say things that i cannot put into words that has been a thought of mine like you know what like not just me but everyone we all cry more than we ever say we always put on this front but it's okay to lean on someone and ask for support and i love that lyric at this every time i hear it in the song it sticks out to me so i just wanted to touch on that before we move. i mean on. i've
1: been crying all day today and i didn't say that to you guys but now you know because i'm gonna lean on you to say save- save the day (laughs) and I love how it says each time your love seems to save the day because again like when you are sad when you are crying there's probably someone on your phone who you reach to to call and even if you don't tell them like I'm upset I've been crying you just want to hear their voice and just hearing their voice and them saying like hey how are you how are things going that's them caring about you showing love and it can turn your mood around it can save the day So, again, I think she, like, really is speaking truth. And this album is so beautiful to me because, again, like Garrett said earlier, we really do put artists on pedestals, but this album is so real. And it speaks to so many real human emotions and real feelings and thoughts, obviously, that Lady Gaga has experienced. And probably for the last time, I'll say, again, this came out during the pandemic time where, like, people were feeling a lot of feelings. It was scary. People were sad. People were dying. People were sick. They were lonely. So the thought of being able to pick up the phone and call someone and their love saved the day. I mean, that's a, that's a huge thing.
0: It's so good. I love the song. One of the slower ones, but chef's kiss. I love it. Now, Chloe, we have to move on to the last song of this album. Babble on so good i'm so excited this is one of my favorite songs off the album and she switches back to the gears of full chromatica dance pop party
1: the song babylon obviously is a reference to the ancient city of babylon so she starts out we only have the weekend you can serve it to me ancient city style we can party like it's bc With a pretty 16th century smile. It's the thing that you bring, that you bring, that you bring him. You and me, that's That's gossip. gossip. Strut it out, walk a mile. Serve it ancient city style. Talk it out, babble on. Battle for your life, babble Babble on. on. That's gossip. What you on, money don't talk, rip that song. Gossip, babble on. Battle for your life. Babylon. 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 Gossip. Gossip.
0: (laughs) It's so so good. It's so
1: fun. It reminds me, this song literally reminds me so much of like RuPaul or like a drag queen or like a drag show. I could totally see someone performing this on Drag Race. It's just got like... Obviously, she's saying, like, serve it to me and all these things. It just really gives attitude. It gives, like, a strut. Strut your stuff. Serve it to me. Battle for your life. Like, all these things that I feel like I hear on Drag Race and stuff like that, it just always puts me in that space.
0: It's so good. And I, love, I her... love it.
1: It's so fun.
0: It's so fun. It's very camp to me. I love her wordplay in this. Talk it out. Babylon. Battle for your life. Babylon. Like, that's so camp to me. And then also her saying... Him, you and me, that's gossip.
1: That's it's, tea.
0: Like It's tea, it's gossip, like battle for your life, Babylon. It's so good.
1: So this song, like we said, it's so fun, but again, like I just want to say her vocals and the runs and the, the way that she sings it and the actual music to it, it's so interesting and unique and good. Later down in the song, she says, body is moving like a sculpture. On the top of tower of babel tonight we are climbing up to heaven speaking languages in a blood pop moonlight ah tmtm blood pop <laughs> <laughs> um it's so good though and like anyone who knows gaga knows blood pop is a huge part of her career it's a huge i mean she loves blood pop
0: yeah she does she really does. like and
1: she they support each other like they always have like she has a really strong relationship there and it's just so cool that she put that little little tiny little teaser in there
0: it is cute i this song is so fun and like every time i hear it it puts a smile on my face when we heard it live it was very fun energetic and like you said this is like at a party like you want to put this on it gets people dancing it's super fun and once you know it you know and you can like get down to like strut it out walk a mile mile. serve it ancient Ancient
1: city style
0: it also gives me vogue by madonna
1: me too very much so yeah and i love that she ended the album on this song because even though it has been like an emotional album we've gone through a lot of different topics we've gone through some heavy topics she ends it with a banger that you can dance to yeah and she made sure to end the night with a showcase really she really did i just think it's perfect and again like this is just so different from anything she's ever created, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, it's super fun. A great way to end the album. And I love that she ends it with Battle for Your Life babble on." Because at the end of the day, no matter where you are, you got a battle for your life, baby. So I live a great way to wrap this album up and a great way to end Chromatica 3 up.
1: What an album. What an era. What a Gaga life it is.
0: I know. I'm so happy that we could finally talk about Mother herself. What an album. I'm so happy we finally got to cover Chromatica. It's one of me and Chloe's favorite albums. So now all of you can go give it a listen and let us know what you think about it. And we hope you enjoyed today's episode, guys. Hopefully y'all enjoyed it and learned about Miss Gaga and found some new music that you like.
1: Yes, so your homework for this episode is to go watch 911 music video if you haven't seen it yet and to listen to Chromatica beginning to end. You won't regret it. It really is that bitch.
0: Yep, and it might help you out in a future episode. Wink. Wink, wink. Uh, well we hope you enjoyed it and don't forget to follow us on instagram at efbf podcast where we upload all the behind the scenes content and let you know when we upload new episodes
1: yes thank you guys so much for tuning in on yet another sunday we love you guys we love you for listening we are so excited to be able to do this for you and we can't wait for next sunday
0: Yes, and don't forget to rate us five stars on Spotify, and we're also available on Amazon Music. So, with that being said, we love you guys, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye! Bye, Bye, besties.